Oh, I can't for pronounce it. that. Go for it. Sturgis. 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 Rizbang. economic sciences in memory of Alfred Nobel. I never knew that that was Which, as is obvious from the name, was not established by Alfred Nobel himself. Welcome to the Maroon Weekly. This is episode 21, Monday of third week. I'm Quinn. I'm Austin. I'm Isaac. I'm Jack. We've got some good stories for you this week, so we're going to just get right into it. We'll start off with a story about the Nobel Prize. Jack, you want to start us? Yeah, so UChicago alumnus and former professor Paul Romer was awarded the 2018 Nobel Prize in Economics for his work on the preservation of economic growth, specifically the negative spillover effects related to climate change. Romer had a prolific academic career at UChicago, receiving his Bachelor of Science degree in Mathematics in 1977, his Master of Arts degree in Economics in 1978, as well as a Doctorate in Economics in 1983. He also served as an economics professor at the university from 1988 to 1990. He's the 11th alumnus to win a Nobel Prize in economics and also the 91st person associated with UChicago to receive a Nobel Prize. His award was shared with his research partner, William Nordhaus, a professor at Yale University. All right, up next, we're going to get to a new UChicago campus opening in Hong Kong. Isaac, what's the deal with that? Right, so the university announced a partial opening for the University of Chicago um, in Hong Kong on September 26th. The new branch will be named after Francis and Rose Yuen, and the campus will be operating at full capacity in November. The campus has ties to the executive MBA degree program in Hong Kong offered by the Booth School of Business. Along with campuses in Delhi, Beijing, Paris, and a Booth School site in London, the new campus, located on Mount Davis, will support undergraduate and graduate students, as well as faculty looking to do research in Hong Kong and Asia. The campus is named after Francis and Rose Yuen, and you may recognize their names as a house in Campus North Residential Commons. The main academic building is the Hong Kong Jackie Club University of Chicago Academic Complex, with two-tiered lecture halls, multiple study rooms, a student commons, and a reading room. Will this campus be served as a similar center for study abroad in China as the one in Paris is? Yeah, this will be a main site for study abroad. The current colonizations program fulfills the civilization studies requirement in the core. President Robert J. Zimmer will visit the university in November, with opening celebration events taking place between November 30th and December 2nd. So it seems like as early as maybe next year we could have people studying abroad in Hong Kong in this new center? Yeah, that's the goal. Um, It'll increase the university's outreach to the Eastern Asian studies and will offer for undergraduates, graduate students, and faculty members a chance to perform research in Asia, Hong Kong specifically. In other news, a UFC alum was just nominated to lead the Central Bank of Israel. Amir Yaron, while at the university, earned a graduate fellowship from the university as well as an Alfred Sloan dissertation fellowship for his doctorate work. Since receiving his doctorate from the university, Yaron has taught at the Wharton School of Business and has visited UChicago multiple times as a visiting professor. So this week, there's been more reporting on the fallout since the closure of Treasure Island. There's been some great reporting by the Maroons, Caroline Kubzanski and Katie Aiken. They've delved especially into the way that the employees found out about the closure of the store. A lot of the employees were really surprised by the closing, just like the university who owns the um, property was also surprised. Um, the employees should have received a 60-day notice that the store was going to close. But a lot of the employees got a lot less notice than that. And because of that, some are going to follow up with legal action. 
Has there been up, any update on a new tenant taking over the space? Well, I believe that the university is looking to fill the new space with a new grocery store, and they've also suggested that they would require that that store hire the workers um, who are now unemployed from Treasure Island. This past Monday, members of Graduate Student United held a panel entitled Where Funds Go to Die, <laughs> criticizing what they're saying the university's excessive ties to Wall Street. So at this event, they criticized the university for what they said was a lack of focus on improving conditions for both workers and students, but instead implied that the university has chosen to compete in an arms race with other universities for higher and higher endowments. The GSU panel comes as part of their ongoing campaign to gain recognition as a union. It also comes at a time when GSU themselves had said they may consider work stoppages if UChicago continues to refuse to bargain with the group. Next up, we're going to cover our Arts Live With um, program, which happened, what, last weekend? Yeah, on October 7th. So the Smart Museum's opening anniversary on October 7th marked the second year of the university's Art to Live With program since its revival in the 80s. Wait, um, can you explain what the Art to Live With yeah. program is? Yeah, 150 works of art are being given away to students for the year, uh, so long as they live in campus housing at no additional cost. These pieces are pretty valuable, and many students camp out overnight to get first selection on Picasso's or Moreau's. 150 pieces of art. That seems like a lot. Is that uh, more than last year? I think I think it's like double what they had last year. Yeah. I think last year they had around 75 or so, and this year it was a big deal because they, they increased their selection a lot. It's a really awesome program. You you did it last year, didn't you, Austin? Well, Tell I, attempt, story. <laughs> I attempted to do it last year, but around 3 a.m. it was like 30 degrees outside, and my friend and I kind of just babied out. And then we were too afraid to go back into the line later because that would have been kind of like, eh. Yeah, so you didn't get that. No, so I, I, I just wasted like four hours of my time and froze <laughs> my butt off for four hours and Maybe. never got art. But mad respect to the people that stay out there all night. That is major dedication. And finally, we're going to talk about the new luxury hotel that opened on 53rd Street in Dorchester, the Sophie Hotel, which has 98 rooms and an upscale restaurant called Messler. What are the rooms like? So each room, every single room, has a vinyl record player with records, and it also has an abstract painting by a local artist. In total, there's over 135 pieces of original art in all the rooms. That sounds incredible. Uh, how, much is the, how much are the rooms per night? Uh, so the cheapest, like in the winter, are like $159. And then when there's events on campus, uh, they spike up to around $500. I think such a luxury hotel going into 53rd Street is interesting as it's part of the university's efforts over the past couple of years to court developers and get money into both the Hyde Park, uh, into both Hyde Park and now areas south of the Midway. Yeah, I mean, it feels like there's been a ton of development on 53rd Street. Um, <laughs> the only thing coming to mind right now is Nando's. Um, <laughs> well, the university just struck a deal um, to build a new Polsky Center and a U.S. Army Research Development Lab near 53rd Street last year. And also now there's the dorm going up on 60th Street as well as a new hotel coming up on 60th Street as well. Yeah, so I guess there's kind of hubs of, of development in Hyde Park, but other than that, it's, it's sort of centralized. Yeah, and I think you see a lot of people feeling that although the university is like doing this effort to uplift the areas around the university, instead of uplifting the areas themselves, they've just been causing gentrification. You know what's not smart? Using a podcast hosting service that's going out of business. <laughs> yeah, we are still on SoundCloud, but what is smart 
is switching over to Spotify. That is right. Your favorite Maroon podcast team is now on Spotify. You can follow us at the Chicago Maroon. Follow us to get updates and the newest release of every Chicago Maroon podcast. So go check us out. Time for this week's sports update. Men's soccer went 1-1 on the week with a loss to Case Western and a win versus Carnegie Mellon. Women's soccer picked up two wins versus Case Western and Carnegie Mellon. Women's volleyball went on a tear with picking up wins against Carnegie Mellon, Rochester, and NYU, but picked up a loss versus Emory. Men's tennis placed sixth place at the ITA Cup. Maroons football lost to St. Norbert College at a nail-biting 21-20. And at the University of Wisconsin Oshkosh Invitational, Men's cross country placed ninth, and women's cross country placed seventh. Go Maroons! Thanks so much for listening. That's all we got for you guys this week. As always, I'm Austin. I'm Isaac. I'm Jack. And I'm Quinn. Music for the Maroon Weekly is produced in part by Andrew Dietz, Aaron Sendon, and Kenny Talbot LaVega. Thanks to Ben, Kent, and the entire Logan Cage staff for providing us with this audio recording equipment. And thanks to the listeners. <laughs> That's it for the Maroon Weekly for third week. Check us out next week and uh, maybe find us on Spotify. 